The views and opinions expressed on this program are not necessarily those of this station, JVC Broadcasting Management, or its sponsors. Hi, this is Pastor Johnny Over, founder of the Sound of Heaven Church in Deer Park. Here at Sound of Heaven Church, we encourage everyone to understand why they believe what they believe. For me, I had a pretty good childhood, but things got rough fairly quickly. My father was an alcoholic and yet still my best friend. And because of his love for me, which I felt every day, he was my hero. Sadly, my mother had a very different experience. Lonely and sometimes in dangerous situations. The fighting, the marital struggles, the drinking got the best of us and my family fell apart. Through my own personal struggles and demons, I didn't fall. I climbed into the lap of faith and embraced the gospel. Today, I'm ordained and I'm the senior leader of the Sound of Heaven Church. Together with an incredible staff, we offer you the gospel in a way you have never experienced before. Visit my website at soh.church. When considering a church, it's very important to not only examine their beliefs, but also your own. Visit Sound of Heaven Church at soh.church. That's soh.church. Welcome, everybody, to Sound of Heaven Radio Live, where we are incredibly passionate about making the love of Jesus known to all, and we're here with you each and every Wednesday at 6 p.m. I am your host, Pastor Johnny Ova, and I pastor the Sound of Heaven Church located in Deer Park. Visit our website at soh.church, that's soh.church, to find out more about our upcoming events and services. Subscribe to our podcast, Sound of Heaven Radio, wherever you download your podcasts, and like us on Facebook and Instagram by searching Sound of Heaven Live. Download our app in your app store or marketplace by searching Sound of Heaven. Our call-in number tonight, if you want to join in on the conversation, 631-451-1039. That's 631-451-1039. We want to hear from you, so jump aboard the hotline. Joined as always by my, well, not as always, but joined for two weeks in a row by my co-host and the Robin of the show, Jason Koch D'Ambrosio. What's up, Jay? What's up, man? How you doing? All right, two shows in a row. This is what we call a winning streak consistency meanwhile uh, i have i don't think i've ever taken other than uh i got a little sick at the end of last year but uh, you you're the one who usually takes off no first off you have you have tournaments to go to you're you're getting your beard waxed i mean all different i just got my beard why what do you think it's terrible. Really? Yeah. Uh, listen, I don't think okay. there's anything you could do. What are you talking about? I Except think, maybe diet white and, I, <laughs> and get a job at the mall. I uh, already did. So <laughs> Saturdays at the South Shore Mall, I'll be there. I, uh, hide your children. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. Uh, everything's going good. Yeah, everything. Every, Beautiful weather. It is gorgeous out. I, 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 but I don't like the, the jumping up and down thing, though. I don't like it. Well, we're in that time of year where yeah. you, you don't know. You start the day off with a little jacket. And then, you know, by the end of the day, you're, uh, you know, short sleeves and then yep. it gets cold again. Yeah. Perfect. How old perfect do you feel right now talking like this? Uh, definitely at least right. 37. Talking oh, about a brisk jacket. You are 37, right? Yeah. Wow, look at that. Amazing. Dude, we had a great service this past Sunday. We man. did. It was rocking. We had Matthew in uh, from the International Justice Mission talking about uh, human trafficking, slavery uh, throughout the world, uh, New York, Long Island, and, and uh, we got some initiatives that are going on to put an end to it. Um, we're also going to be uh, uh, unleashing soon a partnership with uh, uh, orphanages for close to 900 children that will be doing some special events for over the holiday season and beyond. Uh, so we're really looking to make an impact in, on Long Island and really change and transform people's lives. So we're, we're excited about that. That's it. You know, we say this all the time is that we want Sound of Heaven to be a thread 
to the community yep. and uh, found ways to do that. Matthew was amazing. He came in. A lot of people, I mean, you know that trafficking is an issue. You don't realize how much it hits close to home. And, you know, we showed a video. Maybe we should post that video here on the Facebook page. But, uh, you know, it is such a terrible thing that happens all throughout the world. Right. And it can be stopped. Yeah, right? Absolutely. As Christians, we can't sit here and say these things must happen. That's a bunch of bunk, man. That's that's absolutely garbage. Absolutely. Well, listen, we got a hot topic tonight, huh? We do. Tonight we are going to be having a discussion around homosexuality and the Bible in regards to uh, just uh, the common thought process and theology surrounding those things. And so, you know, we're going to open up some dialogue and we're going to have some conversation. We're going to look at some of the scriptures that very commonly get brought up all the time uh, and, and really have a discussion because to be honest with you, it's a lot of reasoning why uh, why the gay community does not come to the Christian church, right? They feel ostracized. They feel uh, ousted. They feel they, they feel like they don't fit in. I think it's a very important conversation uh, to, uh, to, to have. Yeah, no, absolutely. And I think as Christians, we handle this topic uh, pretty poorly. In Awful. A, in a lot of ways. Uh, and I think we're going to dive into that because here's, here's the bottom line is that, is that, you know, we all— have challenges in our life, right? We'll, we'll yep. get there. We all we all struggle in some areas, and and uh, you know we can't just shy away or point fingers or throw rocks at what makes us uncomfortable. Yeah, absolutely. So number six three one four five one one zero three nine six three one four five one one zero yeah. If one, it, zero, three, they, nine. I, I think this one's going to get a lot of attention. Yeah, listen, if you sure. have a, any uh, opinion on a topic, we'd love to chat with you about it. But I, I do. I want to start off by by talking about sin in general because I think the problem with talking talking about homosexuality in the church is the big misconception of what sin is. And we're going to get into some of these verses, and we're going to read them a little later. I put some together. And a lot of times you see this, right, where it's, uh, you know, the sexually immoral, nor idolaters, nor adulterers, nor homosexuals, nor uh, liars, nor blasphemer. Like, it lists. It just gives these massive lists. You know what I'm talking about, right, Yeah, oh, yeah. Like, it gives these massive Let me ask you this question, because I think we should start here with this topic. Why do you think God gives us these lists? Gives us those lists? Yeah, like why does he list everything out like this? Well, I, I mean, listen, we, we have to know what's right and what's wrong, right? We, I mean, what do we do for our children? Right. right, like what if what if you just had your kids guess at what was right and what was wrong their whole life, and then you know uh, the way some people think God is just punish you for what you do wrong. But that, he, that wouldn't be a loving father. No, absolutely. But he, here's the funny part, and this is what Christians do so bad. Right, they take this list and then they use it to use the Bible uh, as a hate book, as a mocking book, as a, as a book to cut people down for the things they uh, they perceive them doing wrong. And uh, that is not why God gave us those lists. Because here's the bottom line, Jay. Uh, every single one of us, out of all those lists that are given in scriptures, you know, we talk about everything that's listed in the Bible, right? All of us, every single one of us, fall into multiple categories of sin. No question. Multiple categories. And what the Christian community has done is taken the sin, taken the sin of homosexuality out, put it on a branch, and beat people up with it over right. the head. Right, that, as if it is it is more of a sin than something else. That, that is not what these lists are for, right? These lists are, are to show us that every single one of us have fallen short in one way, shape, or form. And that's the thing. You could, you could have somebody call up, and I have many discussions, because listen, I have a lot of gay friends, 
and they know my stance on it. We have a lot of conversations around right. this. And uh, you could take that completely out. Let's pretend that that this wasn't even a topic. That you are still uh, a sinful in nature in, in, in general, and you fall under multiple categories without it. Absolutely. And you still need the blood of Jesus Christ. You still need the sacrifice of those things. Well, yeah, I think about back in James, right? James writes in James 2.10, James 2, he says, forever keeps the whole law, yet stumbles at just one point, is guilty of breaking all of it. So right. what, what does that mean, right? What he's pointing out is, is that, that exactly what you're saying, is that we are all sinners. Yeah, absolutely. Right? And if and according to the law, which if you're with Christ, you're not under law, you're under under grace, right? God's grace covers anything that you can do. But the bottom line is is that if in without grace, if you are guilty of one thing, you're guilty of all of it. Right. But again, we that's just why imagine if this show was on uh today we're going to talk about all the men who have secret porn addictions. Right, and uh, we're going to talk about if that's sin or not, and we're yeah. going to talk about if this is there. We're going to talk about this and that. See, those things are more familiar and more, and people are more comfortable secretly with those things than they are with homosexuality, which is why it's just such the big taboo thing, and why the the gay community has gotten such a raw end of the deal from the Christian community. Right, you know, again, it's not our job to sit here and pick out the purpose of the again the list of sin, quote unquote, is not for us to sit there and go, hmm, which ones do you fail at, and which ones are you good at, and uh, if you're bad at the ones that I disagree with, and I'm going to beat you over the head with that and make you feel like you're not welcome, wanted, loved, or anything like that. Right, right. So so if somebody's out there and asking, well, do you think homosexuality is a sin? Yes. Yes. According to the Bible, right. it is very clear. And it's not what I think. It's just what the Bible right. says it is. But again, so is uh, sex outside of marriage, and so is lying, and so is lusting in your heart. Think about that. Sin, if you if you look at the opposite sex and go, you know, uh, you know what you want to do with that, that is a sin in the eyes of God. So is, uh, so is murder, uh, but so is also hating your brother without a cause. And he again, we have all these lists of all these different things whatsoever. It's not our job to justify the ones that we struggle with or not. It's uh, But we, the, this is the gift given to us by God that when we accept Jesus as our Lord and Savior, the blood of Jesus covers us and regenerates us into a new creation. Right. And sin is what? What is sin? Missing the mark. It's missing the mark. And we miss the mark, every one and of us. And what is the mark, John? The target, the mark of holiness and righteousness. Yeah. That one, perfection. It's perfection, holiness, righteousness. Uh, and we miss that mark every single day without Jesus. Right. So every single day. Every single day. Every one of every us. Every one of us. Every one. I'm no better than you. You're no better than me. But we're going to dive into this topic, like I said, a little bit more. The number is 631-451-1039. We want to hear from you uh, if you have an opinion, a thought, a comment on this topic. But you're listening to Sound of Heaven Radio. I'm your host, Pastor Johnny Ova. I pastor the Sound of Heaven Church. We're located in Deer Park. Check out our website at SOH.Church. We're here to bring some clarity to some scripture, uh, some different uh, misconceptions, some different ways to approach different topics. Stay tuned. We'll be right back after. After the break with more on Sound of Heaven Radio Live. Mm-hmm. 
Welcome back, everybody, to Sound of Heaven Radio Live, where we are incredibly passionate about making the love of Jesus known to all. We're here with you every Wednesday at 6 p.m. I'm your host, Pastor Johnny Ova, and I pass at the Sound of Heaven Church located in Deer Park. Be sure to check out our website at soh.church. And tonight, me and my co-host, Jason Kochny Ambrosio, we are diving into the very controversial uh, and lightning rod of a topic of homosexuality and the Bible. And we were having an interesting conversation during the break, and um, I want to just peel that over into our into our are on the air stuff and it's just you know I, I just hate the fact that that people vet people uh and use the word of god to hate tear down divide in the name of righteousness and we don't have to condone and and again you could love somebody without agreeing with everything they do right like you, you had said but uh at, at the same time like it, it comes like as if we're so righteous and you're not so we are going to bestow this loving grace upon you as if we don't do anything wrong or fall short in, in any areas of sin ourselves true and that I think that is the the sentiment, right? That's why I think the relationship between communities is just overly is just overly toxic right now. And and honestly, we see overcompensation, you know, in a lot of ways, right? It's either you accept all of it, uh, or you're a bigot and you hate and this and that. Why can't we have, you know, why can't we agree to disagree in some areas, and why can't we have loving conversations around these tough topics? Yeah, right? and listen, as long as it's respectful, you know, it's 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 all good. And as long as there's no, again, hatred, condemnation, and that type of way. Well, we we haven't really cr- set the stage for that. I would I would say that the church it's it's our responsibility to set the stage for that type of yeah. The church, but the church again. is terrible. The church is like literally vetting people at the doors, like oh, who do you like to have sex with? And based on your answer, you're allowed in or or not allowed or right. or made to feel comfy or uncomfy. And we don't do that with any other sin but that one. It's like do you did you lie yesterday? Uh, did you hate somebody without a cause right. the other day? Like we don't do this in any other area. Uh, did you? watch porn this week up you did you can't come in i mean it's just ridiculous yeah, so we don't do that but you know i had somebody met just message me that says you know uh, how can you possibly say that one sin is not worth worse than another um look the, i think when we look at things like that it's the result of it right i mean obviously if somebody sets off a bomb somewhere you know that's that's well, there's consequences that's what i'm saying the co- yeah but we look at the earthly consequences of things a lot of times and we want to categorize sin but what we're getting at what we talked about in the first uh, part of the show is that all sin separates us from God. So none of us and every one that. of us have sin, have uh, are sinful in one way, shape, or form or another, uh, and that's why loving unconditionally is is needs to be our posture. If you have a comment, six three one four five one one zero three nine six three one four five one one zero three nine. If you want to jump in, yeah, you don't even have to give your name. Conversation. Right? So here here's an interesting part. Yeah, anonymous calls. Just come call up, make a comment, statement, have a question. You don't yeah, we're to, not you judging know. you. We're having a conversation. Yeah. Oh, good. Good. So here's one thing that I want to talk about. I know we, we talked about just sin in general and the poor teaching of sin in the scripture um, and that how all of us fall short and that uh, it, it just in all those areas uh, are missing the mark. But the one aspect, too, I want to talk about is function of marriage itself that's very clearly laid out in scripture. There's a lot of relation in in, in the Bible with marriage of, of how God deals with the church, how church deals with the God, right? The Bible says that, you know, God's the, we're the bride of Christ and, the, and God, you know, treats the church as a husband treats the wife and the wife treats it you know vice versa and all right. these different types of things and there's a lot of function there and there's a lot of relations too to birthing things and and all that which we know only females can 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 right. biologically Absolutely. do um and so with all these things in place with all with all these things there 
I would say overall, even more than just who you want to mess around with, is the function aspect of the importance of marriage, right, of the husband purpose and of wife, it. right? Yeah, you have Adam and Eve, you have the sto- that story related in there, um, and uh, it could have been really squashed easily if there was a lot of stories of that throughout the of homosexual relationships throughout the, the scriptures, which is not of. Right. We could see in histor- history how it's viewed, and not that that's always a great thing, because in history it has a lot of crazy well, rules, yeah. regulations, yeah. laws that were absolutely absurd. Uh, even some of the laws of the Old Testament are really freaking right. nuts, man. But yeah, even with, with those, you're like, how could that happen? But I, I mean, if you look at even the laws surrounding the nation of Israel, they were they were brutal, right. brutal. So even the ones that we look at and be like, we would never allow that. Of course not. But it was at least a step in the in the right direction. And I think a lot of times, too, as a society, when we, we, we want to applaud progress, but then go back and just trash everything that ever happened, realizing that even in our own lives, as we progress, you know, it's sometimes an ugly progression, right? It's non-ideal and non-ideal, and eventually things get better. Right. It, it, to me, it's just how we handle sin, and that's what I want to turn to. How do you handle what you what sin is in the Scripture, right? God gives us a list of a whole bunch of things that are sinful. How do we handle that? Uh, how do you handle things that you disagree with? How do you handle things that are you're uncomfortable with just in general? And when you take all those three things, because they are three completely separate things, um, is really where we fall short. God does not give us lists of things that are, are sinful in nature to beat each other over the head with. He gives us these lists so we understand that every single one of us falls short of the glory of God. And we see that, again, pretty clearly in Scripture. In fact, we were invited to uh, uh, an, LB, uh, an LGBTQ youth right. night. Do you want to share that story? Yeah, sure. So uh, initially we were invited to the uh, Republican Youth Council where it wasn't really a, a partisan thing, but uh, there was leaders all throughout uh, uh, Suffolk County that, that went there. Um, and I went to uh, represent Sound of Heaven. And they're going down the line and everybody's you know from UNICEF, from you know this place and that place. And there was one uh, about three seats from me to the left. It was Pride for Youth uh, here on Long Island and uh, you know I was there praying I was one of the I was really the only uh, uh, one of the only uh, faith based organizations there with Sound of Heaven Uh, and I asked God I said God what do you want me to do here and God puts on my heart I want you to stand up in front of this whole room and there's probably about 50, 60 people different organizations and apologize to the Pride for Youth uh, representative for the way the faith based community has treated that community and uh, I was incredibly uncomfortable with that at the time. It's 10 years ago. I'm a little, was a little more timid than I am right now. But I know when God tells me to do something, I'm going to do it. So I stood up and the uh, first thing I said, I, you know, I introduced myself and I said, you know, listen, I've got to clear the air on this. I said, God's putting on my heart to apologize to you. And I pointed to, to this gentleman and I said, you know, the way the faith-based community has treated the homosexual community is, is, uh, is wrong. I believe that God loves you and I believe that God has a place for you, and anyone that wants to exclude you, you know, Jesus is the great equalizer of all things. I'm paraphrasing now. Well, this guy wells up tears. And we shake hands, we embraced. I mean, the room, you could have taken, it's like the, all the air got sucked out of the room. But what that did was that opened the door for he and I to have a, di- a dialogue. And then that opened the door for that organization, who's never done this before, to invite us to go ahead and to minister to the children at one of their centers. And that's something that maybe I'll give it back to you to talk about what that was like. Yeah, it was, all, it was a really amazing experience. You went in, it was, uh, like, a, it was like a youth 
the LGBTQ. Like a youth center, center, right? Yeah, yeah, center that, like a safe home for them, and they had them in there, and, um, you know, and so we're actually on the list, Sound of Heaven's on the list of safe churches for the gay community right. um, from that event, but we went in there, and uh, I, I love the way we started off what we said. There was a lot of kids in there, too. It was packed, man. It was pretty pretty packed, and um, we started off pretty much by saying, hey, listen, if we came out and said to you that homosexuality is a sin, you're not going to listen to a word that I say. If I come out and I said that homosexuality is okay in the eyes of God, uh, then you are going to listen to what I say, but that's the problem. You're, you're looking to be affirmed by man when the only person you need to be affirmed by by his God and, uh, and and pushing people closer to him that way. And and it was super successful. And afterwards, we had a, we were able to talk, have honest conversations with a lot of the young kids. And one of the young young kids came up and started hugging me, and he just said, thank you for not hating me. Wow. Um, and uh, the, the, the fact that we're known to hate anything is really kind of crazy. Yeah, but-, but this goes to show that the love of God is a bridge to, to all of us. Listen, right. we have to find some sort of common ground. And when we realize that all of us sin and fall short of God's glory, right? Every single one of us falls short, then we could just come to the one place because we've got the answer, right? The gospel is the answer. It, it, the, the love covers a multitude of sins. So we could all rally around God's love, and that's what we need to do. Absolutely. So here's what we're going to do Does the Bible, here's the question Does the Bible say that homosexuality is a sin? Yes, it does. And so we're going to get into some of those verses, and then we're going to talk about uh, and dialogue around some of those things. I'd love to hear your thoughts, 631-451-1039. We're going to take a quick break. We're going to come back. We'll go through the scriptures, and again, we'll talk about what this means in, in the grand scheme of things. And it really, to be quite honest with you, doesn't mean any more than the things that me and you fell with every single day, Jason. Right. It's the same thing, and that's the blood of Jesus covers us all, and he makes a way for every single one of us to be whole and made new, because not a single, any of us are perfect, and we all fall short in many different areas of our life, and this is no different than that. So, again, you're listening to Sound of Heaven Radio. Uh, we're with you every Wednesday at 6 p.m. I pass it to Sound of Heaven Church located in Deer Park. Visit our website at soh.church. We'll take a quick break. We'll be right back afterwards. Hi, this is Pastor Johnny Over, founder of the Sound of Heaven Church in Deer Park. Here at Sound of Heaven Church, we encourage everyone to understand why they believe what they believe. For me, I had a pretty good childhood, but things got rough fairly quickly. My father was an alcoholic and yet still my best friend. And because of his love for me, which I felt every day, he was my hero. Sadly, my mother had a very different experience. Lonely and sometimes in dangerous situations. The fighting, the marital struggles, the drinking got the best of us and my family fell apart. Through my own personal struggles and demons, I didn't fall. I climbed into the lap of faith and embraced the gospel. Today, I'm ordained and I'm the senior leader of the Sound of Heaven Church. Together with an incredible staff, we offer you the gospel in a way you have never experienced before. Visit my website at soh.church. When considering a church, it's very important to not only examine their beliefs, but also your own. Visit Sound of Heaven Church at soh.church. That's soh.church. Welcome back, everybody, to Sound of Heaven Radio Live, where we are incredibly passionate about making the love of Jesus known to all, and we're here with you every Wednesday at 6 p.m. I'm your host, Pastor Johnny Ova, and I pass it to Sound of Heaven Church, located in Deer Park. Visit our website at soh.church, that's soh.church, to find out more about our upcoming events and services. Subscribe to our podcast, Sound of Heaven Radio, wherever you download your podcast, and like us on Facebook and Instagram by searching Sound of Heaven Live. Download our app in your app store or marketplace by searching Sound of Heaven. Our call-in number, 631-451-1039. 
631-451-1039. Tonight, we are talking about homosexuality and the Bible and uh, what the Bible says about it, some dialogue and discussion. We've hit tonight just about how the church handles sin in general awful, uh, you know, the the hypocritical ways that the church portrays sin uh, and how they handle what they do. Because it's funny because it's actually like some people act like everybody else sins except for them. Right. Selective you know? outrage. Yeah. yeah. It's, it's really ridiculous it, just in general. What sin means, missing the mark, um, and, uh, and then the function of marriage. And so now we're actually just going to read some of the verses around homosexuality in the Bible and break them down uh, with some explanation. So I'm going to start out with the, the infamous one, the one that everybody brings up, because oh, I hear a lot too, yeah. is that homosexuality is only mentioned in the Old Testament, not in the New, which is not true, uh, and which we'll get to here. But here's Leviticus chapter 18, verse number 22. You shall not sleep with a male as one sleeps with a female. It is an abomination. And here is why I hate this verse, okay? Because a lot of Old Testament laws have no application to us at all whatsoever, like the sundry laws in Leviticus 19. Right, where you have to shave the sides of your beard, right? Right, yeah, that's an awful law. You would be in law. complete violation. Uh, complete. Oh, no, actually, no, you would not be in violation. No, I would have I to. I would be in no, violation. You, no, but I would have to grow these out. I couldn't shave it. I shave the top, I leave the bottom. Oh, I see. I'm reverse. Right. But uh, but I, I just don't like using uh, that term abomination because it pulls it out like, oh, see, homosexuality is an abomination to God. Everything that's considered sinful is an abomination unto the Lord. Every single thing. Uh, and so I got some uh, verses over here. I literally just typed an abomination into Bible Gateway. You could see the, the, the insanely amount of scripture. Here's this. Everyone who acts unjustly is an abomination to the Lord your Whoa. God. Deuteronomy 25, 16. So anybody who does something wrong, you're an abomination. Well, to I, well think about acts unjustly. Like, uh, what about favoring one person over another? That's pretty unjust. It is. Absolutely. <laughs> Uh, I mean, I, I could read this here. They, he did evil on the sight of the Lord in accordance with the abominations of the nations from whom the Lord dispossessed before the sons of Israel about them taking the cultures of foreign lands and worshiping other right. gods. They called that as an abomination unto God. Uh, and again, we could go through this all day. For the devious are an abomination to the Lord. Ooh, oh, the devious. devious. If you're a devious. There are six things the Lord hates, seven that are abominations to him. Ooh. For my mouth will proclaim truth and wickedness is an abomination. There's a lot of things that the Bible calls. The perverse in heart are an abomination to the Lord. Lying lips are an abomination to the Lord. Proverbs 12, 22. There's a lot of things that the Bible considers an abomination. Again, the point is what we've been saying all along. If homosexuality was not a sin, every single one of us do things that are quote unquote an abomination unto the Lord. We all fall short of the glory of God and we all need Jesus. That's why I hate pulling out one topic. I understand why we have to address this topic, but I hate pulling out one topic and going, see here, you know, right. take a look at this. But I feel like we need to defend the gay community a little bit. Well, you uh, did that with the uh, Westboro Baptist Church, you and Bobby, right? Yeah, me, me and Bobby took it to the streets. It was one year after 9-11. I was safe for like six months and the Westboro Baptist Church legitimately has a ministry. I don't even know if I could say it. Now, I don't even know if we're allowed to say the word, but it says that God hates a certain type. A certain yeah, a certain type of people. For people yeah. Um, and uh, and so it, that's the name of their of their of their church. Oh, well, and they were picketing geez. outside of nine eleven, saying that homosexuality was the reason why God threw planes into the World Trade oh, Center. My God. And they're doing this in the name of we, Jesus. Ridiculous. Yeah. Do you want to talk about an abomination Which, to God? You know, you come across a lot of people that have totally given up on God, given up on. Uh, you know, church altogether, and this is why. But again, if that's you out there, I would say, you know, it's not God. It's a poor representation of God. Right. 
Absolutely. All right, let's get to the next one. New Testament. 1 Corinthians chapter 6, verse 9. Or do you not know that the unrighteous will not inherit the kingdom of God? Do not be deceived. Neither the sexually immoral, nor idolaters, nor adulterers, nor homosexuals. So again, here's like one of those lists that we spoke about before. It mentions the sexually immoral, which covers people having sex outside of marriage, uh, people uh, sexual fantasizing in their minds. Uh, it talks about people with idolatry, people who put anything before God. Yeah, let's define idolatry <laughs> yeah. here for a second. Like we think of idolatry as like, you know, uh, Temple of the Doom, you <laughs> yeah, know, right. Kalima, you know, Kalima, <laughs> sacrificing people. Kalima. No, 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 no. Idolatry is exactly what you just said, John. It's any, placing anything before God. Find me a person that doesn't fall prey to that once in a while every day. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, and adulterers and then homosexuals in there. So let's go to this Greek word for homosexual, malakos, okay? And here's the, 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 this is what this word means. One of a catamite. In Greek and Roman culture, a catamite was a young boy that was kept for homosexual relations. So this was a young boy legitimately used for pedophilia. Okay. All right. It's also defined as a male prostitute. So a male prostitute was known as a, uh, was also used to this word. And the third definition of this word is a male who willingly submits his body sexually to another male. Okay. So that would be general, uh, just homosexuality in that, in that, in that vein. So those are the three ways that that word can be used, malakos, in there for the homosexual. All right. First Timothy chapter one, verse eight through 11 says this, but we know that the law is good if one uses it lawfully realizing the fact that the law is not made for righteous person, but for those who are lawless and rebellious, for the ungodly and sinners, for the unholy and worldly, for those who kill their fathers or mothers, for murderers, for the sexually immoral, homosexuals, slave traders, liars, perjurers, and whatever else is contrary to sound teaching, according to the glorious gospel of the blessed God with which I have been entrusted." The word used for homosexual here is the Greek word arsenikoites. The word means one who has sex with a male as it was a female. It's made up of two words, aren, which means male, and koite, which means sexual intercourse, marriage bed, and adultery. Uh, so again, that's the word that's made up where it was translated to homosexual. Um, but, the one that's put right next to liars. Correct. Okay. Yep, absolutely. And again, perjurers. And whatever else is contrary to sound, murderers, you know, all that stuff. Slave traders. You know, um, but, uh, you know, again, so the Bible is pretty clear on, on a lot of these things, but here's where we stop the verses and we don't finish, okay? I just want to read 1 Corinthians 6, 9, which we read before, the word malakos, right? Uh, the, the homosexual word malakos. I want to read verse 9 through 11, though, okay? Or do you not know that the unrighteous will not inherit the kingdom of God? Do not be deceived. Neither the sexually immoral, nor idolaters, nor adulterers, nor men who practice homosexuality, nor thieves nor the greedy, nor the drunkards, nor revilers, nor swindlers will inherit the kingdom of God. And such were some of you, but you were washed, you were sanctified, you were justified in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ and by the spirit of our God. Wow. So by that list and by what we said in James, if you're guilty of one, you're guilty of them all under the law, right? right? Outside of the grace of God. Who could be safe in that scenario? Nobody. Every one of us falls falls. But why do we only pull out the homosexual one? Well, because it makes it makes people uncomfortable. Speaking of uncomfortable, what about this? You know those scripture verses that said Jesus was tempted in all ways as man. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Homosexuality Listen. falls in that line of that. Listen, when it says Sexually always, immoral, it's always. Uh, yeah. Oh, the phone's going to start ringing. That every it, single way that man was tempted, Jesus was tempted. Right. Didn't succumb to it, but it says he was tempted in that way. Phew. 
that's that's wild stuff. Right? So, right? you know, again, it, it's just the way we handle it. And I just don't understand why we have this list, right? And it's not it's not like, oh, I don't know this is a list, right? Those who kill their fathers and I'm sorry, uh, uh, whereas uh, the sexually immoral, idolaters, right. adulterers, men who practice homosexuality, thieves, greedy. I mean, greedy. So let's define. Which let's, is let's define 90% a thief. of the pastors. Yeah, but let's define a thief, right? Right. What What makes a thief? Somebody takes something that's not theirs. So, so if anybody out there has ever taken something that's not theirs, they're 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 a thief. You fall. So if anybody line. in this studio, right, is a thief, oh, right? Okay, that's that's interesting, right? We we think of thieves. We think of like serial, right? Know, yeah, bur- robbing banks, burglars, right? Yeah. You know, what about drunkards? Those who drink too much, right? Well, yeah, we don't. Uh, we we only talk about that. We use that as a weapon too, in a lot of ways. But we only talk about that when it becomes a problem or inconvenient to us. Yeah, absolutely. Right? Yeah, and then revilers, swindlers, and will not inherit the kingdom of God. Again, these lists are not sitting there going, "All right, let's round up all the sexually immoral in this section and and tell them how much God hates them." Let's put all the idolaters in this section, tell them how much God hates them. The adulterers and the homosexuals in another section, tell them how much God hates them. The thieves and the greedy, the drunkards and the revilers, the swindlers. This is is not meant for that right it's meant to show the nature of our carnality of our heart we all have desires of our flesh that fall into these categories and we all fall short of the glory of god and we thank god for that right right and if left to our own passions and desires we, we would be guilty of any one of these things at some point in our lives and probably were but jason what 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 if i was born that way what if you were? What if you were born that? I know yeah. that's that's right. That's another statement right? that we hear all 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 the all the time. I get asked that question all the time. Well, I feel like I was born this way, and my answer to that is there is a big difference between being predisposed to something versus being predestined to something. Right. Right. So saying that you know uh, that I am because I was born that way. Well, let's let's hold that standard. You could say, well, I was just born an angry person. This is the way I am. Right. I was just born. I don't know what's another example that you could think of. I was born. Yes, angry. I was born short term. Yeah, yeah I was alcoholism drunk, so just runs in yeah, my family. Right, right. You know what I mean? Um, and I would say that you may be. Listen, you could say, "Hey, listen, uh, everybody in my family's had diabetes, so there's a there's a chance that I would have diabetes. So right. there's a chance from a hereditary standpoint, you were predisposed." Which means you have the possibility or you have the, uh, you, you know, you are more prone to this particular thing. Right. But you're not predestined to that thing. Right. Right. You can take steps to change your life in any one of those other areas so that you are not that thing. I'm, I'm, always, I'm always sketchy when we use our feelings to, I'm always sketchy when we use our feelings to determine right and wrong. Right. I, no, I, I agree you, you with you. You know that. what I'm saying? Like half my feelings today, I know were wrong. No, absolutely, our emotions are the worst litmus test that we could possibly have to what is true. Right? What is true rarely, rarely right. uh, lines up with how we feel. And I think that's where. Listen, if you're just going to a church or going to a place because they agree with what you say, you're you're you just want to be you want to be affirmed. Right? You, you just want to be coddled. There's yeah, no yeah. growth. As a matter of fact, truth should always push against your feelings. Yeah. Right, because I would say that we are more prone to want to do the things that just simply feel yeah, good. I, I mean, just think if you just said, "Hey, I just I, imagine if you did everything you felt today, 
Well, if I did everything that I felt today, I'd be in jail. Yeah, right. <laughs> right. Our carnality, our anger. Somebody cuts you off. You want to kill the guy. You don't kill the guy because wisdom comes in. Right. And that's why, again, and when we go off like I was born, I'm naturally this uh, this way as as trying to justify right and wrong. It opens up a Pandora's box where right. you know you there's endless arguments. Yeah, you could attach that to every anything. Single, listen, I I was born to just I, I just want to kill puppies. Right. Yeah. yeah I was born that way. Yeah. And we would say that's ridiculous. Ridiculous! It's vile. It's disgusting. There's no way our society should. Hey, yeah, you know, and again, not relating that specifically to homosexuality. Yeah, no, but, I, I, I want to make that clear. Yeah, but. but but it's it just opens the arguments because we're seeing arguments for pedophilia being used Absolutely. by this by the same exact thing right now. Right. You know, and again, you're harming children. This is not even anywhere in the same vein as that. But at the same time, you know, we're given leeway to 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 that those type of arguments. But I, I think what we have to come to grips with is that there has to be an absolute standard of, of morality for right. God, right? Yeah, and some people just don't like being told you're wrong that, that's very or you're true. in sin. I don't like accountability, but I know it's no. necessary. No, listen, if, if I, I know what I was like before I, uh, before I accepted God in my life, before I began pursuing God. I was a vile human being. I'm going to say it right now. Right. Uh, I still make bad decisions today, <laughs> right? I'm, I'm just going to cut you off before you say it. But the, the bottom line is, is that there, all of us are, are look, striving toward a standard, and none of us like to be told that we're wrong. Right. So I, I think really what we have to be honest with ourselves is that you know, we're we're all we're all messing up in some way. So what's right? Yeah. Where in scripture though do you ever see Jesus say, "Hey guys, I want you to take everybody who you think is a sinner and treat them like a piece of trash." Never. And let them know how much I hate them and don't welcome them into your home. Never. There's not one. There's not one single. <laughs> and make them feel ostracized and make them feel like they're an outcast. I, I don't see that anywhere. Imagine if we. Imagine if we did. I love the line that you use, right? Like when you when when you say the line where it's like if G, if we always complain, how come God doesn't just remove all evil? Because He'll start with us. He'll right. Start with me. Right. <laughs> yeah. Know? How deep? How deep do you want Him to go? Because chances are you're more evil than you think you. Are. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. You know, God sees all your thoughts. Imagine projecting your thoughts on a wall for everybody to see. Whew. Yeah. And some of them, and and I think it's pretty clear to say and, and honest to say that when you project those, if you were to project your thoughts on the wall, that every thought you'd be you'd be ashamed of it because you know it's not you. Right, all of us hide, hide a part of us, yeah, right? Yeah. And uh, why yeah. do you hide that? Well, that thing that you do when nobody's looking. Why why don't you just tell the world that you're doing that? Right. There's a reason. And it's 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 it, I just. Again, I hate the fact of justifying things with feelings, but I also hate that we as the church qualify people off of what we deem as sinful and not sinful. Listen, right. all are welcome. And everybody here, every single person listening, gay, straight, black, white, old, young, married, widowed, divorced, uh, drunk, addicted, you are welcome at Sound of Heaven. You'll be met with open arms. You'll be part of the family like everybody else. You will not feel like you're less than, uh, and you will be encouraged and loved upon and, and all of that. And, and and the Bible says that perfect love casts out all fear. And when you love people unconditionally, sin begins to break in all of our lives, the one doing the loving and the one receiving the loving. Amen. Gina Key, who watches us online here from Phoenix, Arizona, uh, she posted something. Jesus spent his time with sinners. And you, I love, I, I remember the first time I heard you say it, is that when Jesus was at Matthew's house and he was sitting at the table, it's not like he's standing up glowing and everybody yeah. looking at him. He was standing, he was sitting amongst people. Think of this. 
He sat and ate with Judas, knowing Judas was a liar, knowing Judas a murderer would betray him, was greedy, which, by the way, was on that list among all other things as well. And he he loved them unconditionally. Loved them unconditionally, ate with him, and uh, yeah. So, I mean, that that says it right there. Listen, the church... And listen, I love the church, okay? I want to make this clear, too, before I get all these Christians that get on me, because I, I, I make this statement a lot. The church, the state of the church in America makes me want to vomit, okay? <laughs> How do you really feel? <laughs> it is embarrassing. It can be. It is embarrassing. Well, watch TV. Watch, the, go to these churches, go for what? I mean, we're talking about, we're teaching stuff that's nowhere found in scripture, yep. making people go through hoops to be set free. Uh, it's just, it's crazy, man. It is It is crazy. And the fact that communities feel any type of, I remember back in the day, it's a little more common now. I remember people couldn't go in the church because, because they had like, you know, earrings. Or men had earrings, or they were like goth, so they had like spiky hair or right. mohawks and stuff. They're like, "Oh, you can't come in here." What are we talking about? Yeah, that's. I mean, Jesus has never, never done anything like that. He's never excluded. And all we have to do, it just makes our job harder. And all we're sitting here doing now is we're fighting for for to to. to it makes our job harder when Christians portray God in, in a bad, in a bad, so, negative way. So as as we near the end here, what would you say to somebody who says, "Well, that's why I don't go to church." What's why? Like like everything that you're saying about the state of the church. Yeah. Well, listen, Sound of Heaven, every single Sunday, 1030, you will love this church. We're located in Deer Park, New York. And if you're not from any, if you're not with it, listen, if you're within about a 10 hour driving distance, I highly recommend you you come to church every every single Sunday. If you're past 10, well, maybe 11, past 11, right. we'll go to live.soh.church. You can watch us and be a part of our online community every single That's week. Right. That's what I would say. Because again, you'll be met with the love of God. You'll be part of family. And listen, I'm going to, I'm going to make this statement too. If you're gay and you come to sound of heaven and you don't want to change or never change i'm still gonna love you unconditionally for the rest of your yeah you're still life. you are still welcome yeah each and you every are still you are not and again you're not looked down upon i'm not in this today my job is to get you closer to god and let the love and light of god do what it needs to do in your life right because scripture tells us that if anybody is in christ he is a new creation the old is gone the new has come listen god God wants to reconcile you unto him, wants you to realize that you are loved. And, and listen, anything can be built on that. God right. will walk with you all the days of your life regardless. Right. So let's pray for the church hurt. That's let's all I want to pray for today. Uh, church hurt? Yeah. Father, yeah, in the name good. of Jesus, for those who feel betrayed by church, betrayed by the people of God, who feel victimized by 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 people, Lord God, who who supposedly come in love, I pray healing over their hearts, Lord God. We pray for the homosexual community, Lord God, that your power and love and light would just cover them, Lord God, that your love would be shown to them, that they would open up and allow you, Father God, to be a part of them in their life and their walk, God, and set them free of everything holding them back, Lord God, of achieving everything that you have for their life, Father God, and let the riches from heaven just just pour out onto their lives and their families' lives. In Jesus' name we pray, amen and amen. Amen. That was good, man. Yeah, it was good. That was a good conversation. Listen, we have to have these tough conversations. Yeah, it was a good conversation. Guys, thanks so much for listening to Sound of Heaven Radio. We truly appreciate you guys. We couldn't do this show without you. Come check out our, our, our services every Sunday at 1030 right over in Deer Park. Go to soh.church. You can find out more about what we do. Watch some of our services. It's a real awesome time. We hope you come and be a part of us impacting Long Island and the world for Jesus Christ, the Son of the living God. God bless you. We'll see you next Wednesday, 6 o'clock. Views and opinions expressed on this program are not necessarily those of this station, JVC Broadcasting Management, or its sponsors.